Welcome to Season 2 of the 52 Weeks Podcast. A series where four people come together to dream big, start small, and act daily. Hey guys, this is Meredith. This year, I want to kill it at learning the guitar and make yummy recipes. Why, hello! Steph here in 2021 is going to be my year to run faster, eat all the veggies, and read more than ever before. I'm Heidi, a new addition this season, and I'm excited to be here. This year, I'm slowing down, showing more gratitude, and embracing the whole spectrum of real life. I'm the base of the podcast, Josh. This year, I want to have a failure each day and achieve my goals for my company, JP Couture. Make sure to subscribe so you don't have FOMO. Josh, we're ready. Welcome to week 45, listeners. Pretty um, awesome to have this right before Halloween. You know, we used to call them goalies. Goalies? (laughs) You could address them as goalies. That is a great idea. (laughs) Goalies. Josh just put it on the table. That's why we're laughing. I realize how much noise that's making. And it just had like a little piece of like slobber with it too as you like set it down. I was trying to be very, you know, discreet about it. (laughs) I'm like, wait, there's a reason why in sales training, they always say never have something in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. It probably goes into talking on a microphone. (laughs) And I forgot that. And I'm like, as I'm talking, I'm like, there's probably like a lot of. And I'm like, don't want that on I'm secretly cussing you. (laughs) So. Well, it's Halloween, so I guess I need to gross the the women out in this room. Um, it's a different form of creepy. <laughs> so today we have a special guest, uh, Shannon. She is or has started a company called OT. So we'll have her later on to see how her process, her of uh, launching this company and struggles <laughs> and the goals that uh, she has achieved. Excited about that. Um, how did everybody's week go? Goal-wise or general-wise? Let's go both. Whatever go. you feel like answering. general Whatever you feel like answering. <laughs> um, good. My week was fun. Watched some scary movies over the weekend. Mm. It's Halloween time, so watched Young Frankenstein. If you guys haven't seen that, I highly recommend it. Is that the black and white one? Yeah, Gene Wilder. Yeah. Oh. It's amazing, guys. Okay. <laughs> it's amazing. And then we also watched The Burbs. Have you seen The Burbs? Oh, I the, love burbs. the Burbs. Okay. So <laughs> I feel like that's kind of a Halloween yes. movie. Yeah. It's a Tom Hanks movie where he's living in the suburban life and a creepy family moves in next door and they can't let it go. Yeah. So. Ray, you're chanting, I want to kill everyone <laughs> it's i had never seen it before but i was watching it with a friend that loves it so um yeah it was a fun week i don't remember what happened during the week that was all work and boring stuff but weekend was good how did you do on your goals so my week was really good watching these movies and <laughs> just kidding. um i didn't go running at all so not good. Oh, but I did some meal planning on Saturday. I'm meal prepping, and I made my lentil <gasps> meal. I made creamy lentil curry. 
Oh, is it good? I actually really like it. Mm. I actually I don't think I put in enough curry powder. Mm. Um, the recipe had called for the ingredients in curry. They were expensive, so I didn't want to do that. I already had curry, so. But um, the lentils are good. I made two different meals that I'll rotate throughout the week, but it cost me sixteen dollars to eat this week. Really? Yeah. That's so. And I'll, that's I, the way to do I, it. I will go out to eat once this week because it's a friend's birthday. But other than that, I mean, sixteen for those two meals. So. Wait, two meals for every single day. Yeah, so, no. well, I made two big things that I will eat throughout the whole week. So oh, I see. Not just two meals and $16. What besides but curry? I did a stir fry. Okay. So both of them are with a rice base, and then they're chuck full of vegetables. One has lentils. I didn't put meat in either one, actually. So I thought I had meat at home, so I didn't, but, um, yeah, so we're going vegetarian this week. Awesome. I'm actually going vegan this week. <laughs> Unintentionally. But yeah, I got the lentils and I, it was easier than I thought. So step one with those lentils. Almost <laughs> the whole year before getting to them. <laughs> but that makes up for not running. There you go. Okay. <laughs> you want to go next stuff? Sure. So I got 62% as I was looking stuff. at my stuff. Well, I wasn't really impressed with that because I won 90% because remember, I'm only doing four things. But as I looked at it, I realized like the places that I didn't get my stuff were really my fruits and vegetables and it was because I didn't prep. And I'm working with um, a friend that just started being a life coach. And so I started working with her and she like went through and was like, okay, what's keeping you from really like nutritional like stuff? And it was I don't like grocery shopping or I'll shop at the last minute. And so I'm like now in the routine of setting up an order at Smith's oh. and just going and picking it up and stuff. So, um, so that was at the beginning of the week that I wasn't doing very good with that. Um, so I feel like this week I'll get more up to the nineties cause now I have stuff in play. Very and cool. My house was a disaster because of last week hosting for that dinner. And then I did another dinner and I just didn't like clean up and so like all week it was just like so bad and so like I finally got it all clean I had to mop my floor two times to get it clean because <laughs> everyone wore wigs they were like oh was there oh, hair yeah, everywhere yeah. <laughs> you're like you're finding purple <laughs> I probably left like mummy strippings all <laughs> over the place so, so it just feels nice that everything's clean everything's organized like no more and, werewolf hair yeah on no your... more werewolf hair you just gotta hire someone to come and clean up after well and that's so just like yeah putting in d these different like checks and balances of, okay how do i want my schedule and how about you heidi uh good week it was good um i uh, wrote my journal and wrote my gratitudes and focused on my whole self um i only got two and a half hours out of four of days for girls i didn't deliver the bags because i ran out of ribbon that was the right color for the bags i mean you can't put like pink ribbon on a pink bag so much pink gotta mix that up right mm -hmm. so i couldn't deliver the bags because i didn't have enough ribbon but they're ready to go as soon as i figure out what to do about the ribbon um and i counted them and i don't actually remember how many it was but I, it was over 100 um that i made this chunk so i think i have like 75 from last chunk and then like uh, at least 100 from this 
set. Um, I did send the five birthday cards, but I didn't scrapbook for four hours. It just did not happen. Mm-hmm. I went to dinner instead. <laughs> you know? That's what I did. Yep. So. And it was probably worth it. It was great. Yeah. It's great times. Dinner and games? Sure. Yeah. I'll yeah. come. Yeah. <laughs> or also. But it was funny because we were talking in somewhere. Uh, we were talking about um, like Liberty Jail and um, Missouri and, and different things. And that's what the, this sex section of um, scrapbook pages is about because it's my back oh. east trip when I was in high school. So I was like, yes, I know about Liberty Jail. <laughs> like, I actually have pictures downstairs. I've been reading my journal about them. So um yeah I thought about it I just didn't actually journal anything I got the journal out anyways that's what happened to me this week that's how sometimes that's, that's all it takes is getting it out I wish it's just still sitting on the floor by my bed <laughs> I mean next week that part will be done so the next oh, yeah 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 I mean again it, it helps to stay home right but Sunday definitely went from like a, oh I have nothing on my schedule to oh I have one hour at home Mm-hmm. Okay, like not gonna get four hours of scrapbooking in. It's okay. Yeah, it works. this week it'll get done. <clears throat> this week was good. Um, I see. I got sixty-two percent, so it's up from last week, but down from overall. But it's just an onward trend. Going what was up. your stuff? Sixty-two. Awesome. Oh, Twitter. Nice. So we felt <laughs> and the achieved race is better. On. The yeah. race is oh, on. snap. <laughs> on that case. See, I'm a very competitive person when I want to be. I'm shooting for 90, Josh. Really? I'll get 91. Oh, oh here we go. I love it. Um, Loser has to do yeah, something. Yeah, let's do this. I love this. Do something. Well, like a dare. Let's like, do, yeah, decide like now. Like if I had to eat Tabasco sauce, that would like so, give me. Dares have to be PG-13. <laughs> Like, Wait, at least or the max or the like? Or That's funny because that was the first thought that came to my mind. <laughs> Let's see. So, the, wait, the end date is by next Monday, right? 90% next Monday. by ne- next Monday. Mm-hmm. By recording. By, by recording? recording. Yeah. Um, wait, are we betting that we get our. What if we so both the, get it? Well, if we both get it, then you don't have to do the dare. Okay. So if you don't, and either, but if both of you don't get it, then both of you have to do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Heidi and I will watch. We'll just be entertained. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Do we have to come up with a dare now? No, let's yeah. think. And at the end, we'll come up with one. <laughs> at the end of this? Uh-huh. Okay. At the end of this recording, Heidi and I will if also If it has help. anything to do with heights or spicy food, like, I'm out, and I will make sure that I get my 90%. All right. All right. <laughs> What or do you mice. Mean, like, are you gonna wasabi keep your same something? Four goals, Steph, that you yeah. had last week. Uh-huh. So nothing's changing there. Yeah. Are, you are your goals the changing? same? I'm going to go to one goal. Just kidding. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's why I'm asking this. That's why I'm asking. Yes, I want to make sure this is equal. Okay, everything will stay the same on mine. Okay. Um, and then. <clears throat> I'm just, I'm thinking of the um, the dare. 
I think Josh should have to shave his head. I don't like that. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Only because we just Well, you're not supposed to like it. That's the point. <laughs> I feel like that's a little drastic. Are you getting your goals or are you not getting your goals? That's cool. Okay. So we both have to sh- shave our heads. No. <laughs> How about this? If we okay. don't get our goals, we have to go sing like karaoke at a restaurant. At a restaurant or a karaoke bar? No, like, like you know how like some of those restaurants that they're like um, Korean barbecue, they have karaoke, but no one uses it. I oh, know really? where a Filipino yeah. restaurant is that has karaoke. You can sing Filipino songs. <laughs> I got oh Filipino. <laughs> how how motivated is it going to? Is it how much is it going to motivate you? I'm a terrible singer. At that. I feel like motivated. you're kind of you could do karaoke. That wouldn't bother you. I could do it. Whether or not other people like it is the other thing. <laughs> but I mean, it's about whether you like it or not. Yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna do something. I mean, if that you you're don't... not gonna have any hard time with. <laughs> right. Wait, why aren't you guys included in this? Oh, yeah, that's because you two trash talk to each other. We're the peacekeepers. We're the mediators here. Mediators, that's better. We're not peacekeepers. We stuff later. Okay. We're we're egging them on. Yes. Clearly out. I mean, we need a ref. And Ira and I are the refs. We got to keep this equal and fun. Fun for all. And embarrassing. All right. So, um, and then... Working out last week, it just, it was one of those things I pushed, pushed, pushed. Um, and then I'm just like, well, maybe I can work out three hours one day and that didn't happen. Um, uh, let's see here. And then I just, I went to a, um, it was Thanksgiving Heroes. It was a oh, yeah. casino night. Uh-huh. It was really fun. Um, it got, I realized why I like the gambling so much. Why you like gambling so much? It's so it's a, it's such a risk and reward kind of aspect, mm-hmm. and I love the reward side a lot. And I was rewarded a lot, so I'm like, this is really fun. So but when Grant, you go to karaoke bar, he'll buy dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope you like water with ice. <laughs> That's actually my favorite. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, and then I was pretty much, it was a fun week. But for next week, I want to get 91%. And I thought it was 90. Oh, yeah, we'll go 90. That's fine. <laughs> um, Steph's like, don't push this. <laughs> if you have, though, so if you have four goals times seven days, right? How many can you miss to get 90%? I don't, I'm thinking zero because I don't want to take any chances. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say probably... That's 28. So you, if you miss two. So if you have more goals... Yeah. You, have you more can miss two. Miss. I was always impressed True. with those kids in college that could be like, okay, I got this on my score. That makes my grade... And know all the math, like what you just said. <laughs> oh, yes. So, well, I used to teach high school, yeah. so <laughs> explaining people's grades and how to get them is an old trick of mine. Only two. That's going to be hard. But at least you know, too. It can't be, oh, I'm going to miss three and make up for it. And I love this app because it's not going to let either yeah. one of you slip. Yeah. <sighs> and you fun. have more, don't you? you probably yeah, I have love like more. S- but uh, mine are little small things. Okay. A lot of small things. Mine are huge things. <laughs> <laughs> I have huge Harder. things on there. You're a stronger person huge. because of it. 
obviously. <laughs> and that, your dare should be stronger. Usually you guys. Like, you I am basking in the world peace between me and Josh and animosity here. Heidi, next week's your turn. Oh, okay. <laughs> she will cream you. Probably, probably. She's competitive. Um, <laughs> oh, my turn to be out to have a dare? Yeah. Okay. So this week, um, for my goals is I'm just going to focus on getting a brochure done, and uh, so I have an event coming up in early part of November. That is, um, I'm giving away a suit, and so with that, I'm going to have a booth at this gala, and it's honoring the governor. Oh, cool! And so there'll be a lot of people in my clientele realm will be there so have a booth i'll want brochures and uh flyers and have my old whole setup there so i'm pretty excited about that i need to get ready for that um and then getting uh 90 beating stuff would be awesome <laughs> so we'll focus on that too and i think that's pretty much my focus this next week uh well, there's another one, and it's just cleaning up my CRM, which is my customer relationship management software, um, so I can start using that effectively uh, moving forward. And my um, high goal, I would be, is cleaning that up, and then also my email list. There's a lot of like um, brides of past like um, bridal shows I've gone to. I have their email that I don't really think that they would like benefit from my email. What, well, what if you do something for Christmas that they could get their husband something? That's why I want to clean yeah. it up so yeah. I can, I, I'm going to start ramping up doing uh, weekly emails mm-hmm. and that's the, the goal. I'll start sending them out and I'll start looking at the open rates and seeing who opens them. And then start cleaning out so I don't get charged for having their that makes sense. Uh, email on my email list. Nice. But, I mean, it'll be a gradual thing. It's not going to be like, haha, you're just because of this is just going off of the open rate mm-hmm. if they open it. Oh. I'll or go just for that. delete it. Yeah. Cool. Meredith, what's your plan for next week? I don't really have one. <laughs> I felt like I did. This week, I'm going to uh, eat all the meals I prepped. Not waste those. They're in the freezer in case I don't choose to eat them. <laughs> um, no, okay. So this week will be, I am going to try and run three times this week or do something three times this week. Um, And then I'm going to work on a project because it's been a while since I've done a project and I have a few that I want to finish up. And also I need to finish the days for girls bags that you gave me. So I apologize about that. So those are my two big ones. Really four because working out and then a project. But I'm doing my four fruits and veggies steps. Book Mormon. <laughs> and what's my last one? Let me look it up just one second. I got stage fright. <laughs> oh, and um, no movies or TV. 
And no restaurants. No restaurants. Yeah, because that was your big one last week. Yeah. You're having a great Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. It's Halloween week. Guys, I don't watch movies on Halloween week. You're out with people. No, the eating out part. Yeah. Oh, I feel like it's always eating in, though. Chili, breadsticks. Mm. Mm. Soups. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, after the I am moving. Week, I am missing that. Oh, yeah, I'll be eating donuts and cider. <laughs> okay. So, in home, at home. I, I didn't end up getting tickets. Well, you can come over at nine. Yeah. Can Is you still get a ticket? Done? Are you doing it twenty six tomorrow? Twenty no twenty eight Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We will see. Get a ticket and come <laughs> with <laughs> us. It looks awesome. <clears throat> Didn't even know they did such a hey, thing. Sean. Cool, I'll be right there. She's okay. Here. While Josh goes and gets our guest speaker next week, I am going to do a lot of the same: journal, gratitude, uh, focus on my whole self. Got to do days for girls for at least two hours and scrapbook for at least two hours. You got this. Yeah. Echo. Let's pause for one moment. Oh, you are Shannon from soccer. Yeah. I was wondering. Hello. Hey. You just started a company? I did, yeah. (laughs) Also, you're Cammie's sister. Yeah, how do you know? I didn't figure that out until I was looking at your podcast and she liked it. I was like, oh, you actually, I used to live with Cammie in Provo. Oh, you did? So you came to our house and interviewed Dallin once. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't put it together either until I like saw that she liked your podcast and I was like, wait a minute, mom world that whole time that you were stepping it. I know. Realize. Well, I I didn't put it together either, and then I saw your picture. And I was like, but I know her from soccer. But I think she's Cammy's sister. <laughs> I'm Heidi. You don't Hi. know me. Hi. So nice I to meet know. you. Good to meet you. Meredith. Meredith. Hello. Well. I was gonna say you look familiar. Yeah. So <laughs> I still have like no idea what you guys are gonna talk about. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have so many questions. It's just going to be just like a regular conversation. Yeah. Okay. With four nosy people. <laughs> I don't know how to talk to people. This isn't gonna go well. <laughs> we have our guest, Shannon Adair, and she has started a new company called OTs. It is, um, for what she said, she, she started it because she wanted to help people stop drinking soda. Yeah, you got to get rid of that Mountain Dew. Okay, Josh. Okay. <laughs> I use it as a prop for today, actually. <laughs> Very clever of you. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> so it was just, and I met Shannon a long time ago through uh, a friend, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah and seen her dancing. She's done uh, several different projects. She is a busy person. We talk about how we stay up till one and go be at work at seven, Um, especially with her new uh, company going online. And she plays soccer, outdoor and indoor. She's really good. Yeah. <laughs> really good. good. Are you still playing soccer? Of course. Yeah. I haven't not played soccer since I was like five. So, <laughs> <laughs> actually, there was one year I had an ankle injury and I lived in Illinois and didn't know any soccer players. Oh. But then I moved back west and started playing again. There we go. <laughs> nice. Tell us about OTs a little bit. One part of my background that you didn't mention I'm a registered dietitian. I spent the first several years of my career 
uh, working in corporate wellness and eventually moved into the software industry, which is where I work full time now. But um, when I was a dietitian, I was a community dietitian and a corporate wellness dietitian. So I spent most of my time doing one-on-one nutrition coaching with um, people that had goals that they were trying to achieve and and trying to help them get there. Um, And one of the most common problems uh, in America in general (laughs) is overconsumption of sugar, um, specifically in the form of soda. Um, and my problem with soda over other sweetened foods, even like a cookie or a milkshake or something like that, is that soda doesn't contribute at all to your feelings of fullness. And so it's very easy to abuse and, and have way too much of it because, you know, if you were to try to drink three milkshakes a day, you'd start to feel pretty sick pretty quick. You know, you'd be full, you wouldn't want to have another one, but with soda, it's easy to just keep going and going and going. Um, And so a lot of people that had weight loss goals or prediabetes or type two diabetes or um, a number of other health conditions that they were looking to reduce their sugar um, would set a goal to uh, cut back on their soda intake. And one of the things that I heard over and over and over again as they tried to switch to water was water's just so boring. (laughs) And to someone that has had highly sweetened, highly flavorful beverages as their predominant source of water for a long time, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, But the alternatives for the most part are either diet soda, which also has some uh, health concerns related to it, or things like, um, you know, Propel or Crystallite or other highly chemical um, products. And those all have a place, right? But I wanted to provide an option for people that are looking for an unsweetened, healthy, flavorful alternative to soda. who are, who are trying to cut that back and drink more water um, that wouldn't have any of those adverse consequences. So, so I started the tease. <laughs> how did you do your research on that? I mean, how did, I looked at your website a little bit and kind of looked at your different options and what they look like. So how did you do your research and find out that this is what, the direction you wanted to go and the flavors and I mean, what kind of background research did you do? Yeah, good question. Uh, So I think, I mean, it's been a passion of mine for a long time to try to help people cut back on sugar. If you had asked, I mean, probably for the last 10 years, if you had asked me the question, you know, what if you could uninvent one food so that nobody could even remember that it existed or created again, what would it be? And my answer would be soda, like across the board, 100%. So I think I already knew that I wanted to do something that would help with that. Uh, and especially given my background, I have a lot more um, probably knowledge and skills in that area than the average person because I have spent a lot of time obtaining those. Um, and then as far as um, flavor combinations and things like that, um, part of the training actually to be a dietitian uh, involves culinary skills. So I had spent some time um, when I was in college working um in the food production lab. I was the TA for that class. And as part of that role, I also um, developed a large number of recipes for our on-site cafeteria. Uh, And that's probably almost 100% where my love for creating different flavor combinations came from. Like when I left home to go to college, I had (laughs) 
<laughs> I had said at one point, there's only two spices someone should ever need, garlic salt and cinnamon sugar. And I now cringe because <laughs> I don't even buy garlic salt or cinnamon sugar anymore because if I'm going to make something garlicky and salty, I will put in garlic and salt, not garlic salt. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I, I learned then how to... Um, work with different flavor combinations and that's one of the most fun things for me about cooking in general um, is pairing different flavors and seeing how well they go with each other. So that was my objective with OTs. Predominantly you'll see that there's fruity flavors mm -hmm. on my website um, and that's because those give a sense of sweetness without a lot of added sugar. Um, and then the other flavors are a little more of the kind of spiced variety. Um, and those typically don't need as much sugar anyways uh, to taste good. So mm -hmm. I, had, I really had focused on flavors that would provide um, a lot of power. So like very strong flavors um, that don't need sugar in order to not be bland. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the equivalent of cooking with a lot of spices in your food so you don't have to add a ton of salt or fat, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so wait, did you just like create all these in your kitchen to start? Uh, no, okay. I didn't. <laughs> so I um, I did a lot of research on um, different distributors for, I'm, I'm calling it OTs just for simplicity's sake, but it's actually an, an herbal infusion mm -hmm. um, because there's no tea in the product. Oh. Um, and so I, I looked at a bunch of um, manufacturers for tea and herbal tea and infusions and that kind of thing. And I um, ordered the ones that sound, I ordered so many. <laughs> My house was full of tea for a while. Actually, it still is, obviously. <laughs> and then just tried, you know, the best of them. Um, over the long term, I will be making my own blends uh, because that's the most exciting part of this business to me is the flavor combinations uh, but it's just not something that I've had the time to do yet so so what's your favorite flavor horchati <laughs> um, it is a cinnamon ginger fennel blend it tastes a lot like horchata when you drink it cold it's not my favorite warm but actually that's a an interesting point as well. All of the teas that I sell are intended to be had cold. Um, a lot of them taste good as well, warm, but the intention was to kind of curate a selection that is good chilled, um, again, as a replacement for soda. So, Just to go in like your normal water bottle throughout the day kind of thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And when I make them, I'll make a large batch and just keep it in my fridge and then pour out like a glass at a time. Um, so that I don't have to be making it all the time. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and that's been the easiest way for me to just kind of keep it around. So interesting. I mean, I just think it's a, a great idea. I mean, I agree with the, uh, the problems of sugar and the things that they cause us, but to go the tea route, um, I think it's great. <laughs> Thanks. Me too. Well, and, a, and a side effect of like drinking a lot of soda is that when you do go to water that's when it's like wow this is really bland like I, I have many friends who drink a lot of coffee and a lot of soda and so when it comes to drinking water that they, they won't do it because so, they're used to such strong flavors yes yeah. and so they get very dehydrated and whatnot and I mean I mm -hmm. like the taste of water but yeah when same. you when you if I go from drinking diet coke or whatever to water there is like a 
severe drop in flavor. <laughs> <laughs> well, so full. you bring up an interesting point um, with things that are sweetened in general. Um, if you get accustomed to a certain level of sweetness, um, you lose the ability to perceive sweetness at lower degrees. Um, it's really common in people that have diet soda in particular, since a lot of artificial sweeteners are up to 50 times as sweet as regular sugar. Um, they lose the ability to perceive sense of sweetness in like a strawberry or a grape or some of those natural sugars. So it's more pronounced with um, diet sodas with that artificial sweetener, but it also takes place if you just get really accustomed to a lot of sugar all the time. Um, like you were saying with the Coke, um, yeah. you'll notice that other things taste bland or not sweet, even if they are. I think that's really fascinating because I just got this week a Vitamixer, which I am excited about. It's like my first adult purchase that I'm like <laughs> that so jazzed about. <laughs> um, but part of that is I love smoothies, but I would always use juice. And I feel like the like juice has so much sugars and artificial stuff. So when I started doing this, and I would use a real orange and like everything is just like fruit and then some water if I need it. Mm -hmm. At first I was like, this isn't that sweet, but now that it's been like a couple weeks, I'm like, this tastes so good, it's so refreshing, and so. Yeah, yeah, like super that. common. I never really thought of like having a lot of sugar would, um, I mean, it kind of lower the taste of less sugar. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just something that hasn't been brought to my attention, but now that you say it, you're like, oh, that makes 100% more sense. Like I love oranges, like orange juice, or like I like to go for a snack. Sometimes I would just go get an orange at a grocery store, so I just buy a orange. Have you ever had a tangelo? This is kind of a side <laughs> sidetrack. Are those the ones that taste like apples? Uh, no, they're, I think they're a cross between tangerine and a grapefruit. They look like an orange. They're like the best orangey thing that there is. Really? I'm convinced of it. I've had yeah. blood oranges. I've never had that. Mineola Tangelos. Look for them next time you're in the grocery store. Where do you get yours? Sprouts. Sprouts? Okay. Mm -hmm. I have a mission now. Okay. Yeah, I'll try those. I That sounds really good because I love grapefruit and just like the bitterness. But it's kind of interesting. Like, I go in waves, like sometimes I'll drink tons of soda and then I'll drink next to none. Like I'll have a can or something like that a day. And then sometimes I won't have a can at all. Like I could ch change my energy level and I love water with lime. Mm -hmm. I have a really hard time just drinking water because mm -hmm. it is kind of bland, Yeah. but I'll just chug it. I'm like, okay, I have to drink this cup. I'll see how fast I can drink it. I play little games. <laughs> it's like I'm not really that competitive. I'm not that competitive. <laughs> right. I just know I can drink a 20 ounce bottle in See, and I don't drink 15 seconds. pop, so like water just always tastes oh, really? so refreshing to me. But I think carbonation hurts my stomach. And oh. I think I overdid it as a child. We had a pop machine, so like we went hand That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like and when people are like, it's blood, I'm like, Great. But well, that's the thing. When you're used to water, yeah. water is great. And uh -huh. here in Utah, we're lucky we have great water. I, mm -hmm. I yeah. grew up in Arizona where the water is disgusting. <laughs> but here it's good. Yeah, I love the water out of tap, especially in like Cottonwood Heights area, Sandy area. Maybe if you get in like Taylorsville or like something center. Magna. Magna. 
the water's just yeah. You have water out in Magna? No. Watch out. I really have Magna Grill over here. Oh, yeah. Hands <laughs> down, Magna water is nasty. Because I know where Magna is, I haven't tried their water. I, I, don't, I don't dare you next time. Magna water, it's tasty. So I, if I want water, I go to the gas station and go through their filter water through their mm-hmm. fountain drink. So and what are your feelings on things like Crystal White or like water bottle sweeteners? Um, Same. That's a that's a good question. So I I very much subscribe to an all foods can fit, and that applies to beverages too, right? To have a soda now and again, not a problem. To have um, a crystallite or another type of like a, a powdered. I know there's a lot of brands now. There used to be mostly crystallite. So I use that so you have an idea of yeah. what it is that I'm talking about. But um, to have those once in a while, fine. Um, but again, the the issue with those in my mind is that there's a lot of chemicals and artificial sweeteners in there. And while that may not be the end of the world, um, if you're trying to meet your goals with a more natural approach, that's not really gonna help you, right? Mm-hmm. So, so we like to like dissect people's like goals and daily habits. Can you tell us a little bit about like what your day looks like <laughs> and how you, I mean, cause like starting this was probably a big process. How did you oh, yeah. start it? Or like, yeah, just dissect your goals a little bit, <laughs> like how you, your habits. Yeah, good question. So. Hmm. How do I, <laughs> how do I want to start? Um, I think with this project in particular, my biggest obstacle has been time. Um, I work full time at a pretty demanding <laughs> job. Um, I have a lot of extracurriculars that I'm involved in already, um, and this was you know one more thing <laughs> for me to do, um, and it's been really challenging because there's a lot that I don't know. Like I've never started a business before. I don't know a, a lot of the steps that are involved in making those things happen. I hadn't come up with a website before. I hadn't had to take product photos before. There's just a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff to learn that are not you know, the message that I've been sharing with you thus far, which is what I'm very comfortable with and like confident in, right? Um, and so I, I bought an online course um, uh, specifically about um, e-commerce to help me with um, learning more of those business type skills um, and worked my way through that. Um, and I think my approach just across the board, because I started this project in January of this year and I launched September 20th, so it was like a nine month Mm-hmm. Um, from My conception, <laughs> yeah, it literally was a baby. <laughs> um, and and my process through that time was just always to you know take the next step when I had time for it, right, and say it's time to learn a new thing, um, and try to do that. And eventually, I got to the point where I had enough things learned that I was able to launch. I still feel like I have a lot to go. I think another thing that has uh, been different for me about this project. Like I said, I have so many things going on already and I'm trying not to burn myself out. I do have a tendency to mm-hmm. do too many things. Um, and so I've just kind of um, classified this in my head as a hobby, right? Mm-hmm. 
um, because it's it's not a business that I'm running because I you know need to make so many dollars or um, am trying to afford something new. It really is a passion project for me uh, in terms of trying to find a way to help people. Uh, and obviously, the better I can market and um, get that information out there, the more people I can help. But um, at the end of the day, if the cost of that is my burnout, it's not worth it to me, right? I, um, and so I've, I've kind of classified it as a hobby, first off, so that I don't kill myself <laughs> trying to get too much stuff done. And second off, because like I said, I have a pretty demanding full-time job. And if I think to myself, you know, I've got to work all day and then I need to work some more tonight with a different job, I don't want to do it. <laughs> But if I think to myself like, oh, this is like interesting to me, this is a hobby, this is fun for me, then I find myself like wanting to work on learning the things I need to learn to make this be a success. So I don't know if that fully answers your question. But. No, I mean, that is hard to like, when it's not your sole like focus, right? That you have to like yeah. make time for everything. Yeah. But I love that mindset of this is a hobby because because burnout's real. Yeah. Um, I've definitely been there and ha- had that hard experience. And so, to, but so I love that it's not something you need financially, right? It's not like make it or break it, you know. But it's like I want to learn this. Yeah. I want to do this. I love this. This is something I'm passionate about. And so that is like you said, a whole nother mindset of at the end of a day, do I really want to get back on the computer and Mm-hmm. focus some more right yeah. and and having that mindset of that you love it I think really helps mm-hmm. we should all find something that we really love like that <laughs> <laughs> well I don't know that it's like a natural oh I really love this stuff but it's like I I have classified it that way in my brain so that I can want to do I have a very strong like once I'm out of work I'm not working anymore mentality yeah. and and to me that's work life boundaries and and but I'm like very very strict on those because I don't want to burn out mm-hmm. um and so I I had to classify it that way basically mm-hmm. in, in order to have any interest in doing it <laughs> mm-hmm. I also like knowing that it took nine months because we hear, you know, sometimes by the time we get people here, they've already done it, the process is completed, and it's like, well, yeah, I created this company last year. (laughs) But it it never really goes into the, and we've seen it with Josh and the steps that he takes every week with his company, that it really is a week-by-week thing to get something rolling. And you said it even has come out, but all of a sudden you're not making a million dollars off of it and there's still room to grow. And oh, there's so much to learn still. Yeah, so well, I love that. I'll tell you even a story, just the week that I launched, um, I, hadn't, I hadn't had the time really to learn much by way of marketing yet. And so my thought was, okay, you know, the next step is to put the site up and make it live. And then then I can figure out marketing to get to it. But because of how busy my schedule is, I just, I don't have the bandwidth to, you know, figure out all the marketing and then make it live and then, you know, all that stuff. So I just thought, okay, I'll make it live and then I'll do marketing and um, had a really, really phenomenal first week. I sold out of more than half my inventory in less than three days which is something that I absolutely was not expecting. (laughs) 
Um, and I wasn't prepared for it. Um, and, you know, even just like a very simple small thing that I had overlooked was packaging for shipping it out. Like I had bought a bunch of packaging that would fit, you know, one or two packs of tea in it and thought, great, well, I had a lot of people order three, five, even seven or eight um, packs and I had nothing to send it in. So I had to kind of run out and buy new stuff. And I think that's just an example of like, there's always new things to learn or no matter how well you've laid your plans for how things are going to work and you think you've got everything covered, a lot of the time there's something that can still pop up. Um, And I anticipate that I'll be in this learning phase, like you said, for a while still. (laughs) Yeah. What are you using to ship? Uh, Poly mailers, padded poly mailers. Like for in regard to, like, uh, are you using just FedEx or UPS or do you have a shipping account? Uh, USPS, yeah, I've got a shipping account. Okay. Yeah. Well, and there's some things that you just have to be in the moment and learn that as a new person, you probably wouldn't even have the idea to think of that until it comes up. Exactly. Yeah. When I think, knowing myself and also a lot of people that I have worked with over the years, it's really easy to um, have either so many things you want to do that you can't figure out what you want to do and so you don't take any action or um i just lost my train of thought hold on a sec i worked um all weekend (laughs) project this weekend and i had like no sleep (laughs) thank you I work till 3.30 in the morning on Friday, and then all day Saturday, and then all day yesterday, which is not common, but I'm very tired today. (laughs) Okay. Remind me what you had just said. Um, Just that you have to be in the moment to learn. Like, you can't really plan for everything. Yes. Thank you. In the moment, like packaging, you're like, I got it, but in the moment, you didn't know that people were going to love it and buy much bigger. Yeah, different piece of it. So that's the other thing is that we get like caught up in saying, okay, well, I want to have like the perfect lunch, right? And so in order for me to have the perfect lunch, I have to do X, Y, Z, A, B, C, the whole entire alphabet of all the things to do. Um, and that's just such a monumental task and you miss out on the learning opportunities along the way. And so you miss some things, right? Like even if I had run through all of the possible things <laughs> that I needed to do, um, I think I still would have run into some things that came up that I had to figure out. Um, and so that's where I just decided, okay, it's better for me to take some action and see what I can do. Um, and you know, I did have a setback the next week of um, some things that I needed to figure out. So I just set all of my inventory to zero and like waited until I could figure that out because I didn't have time to be working and figuring that out and shipping out product. And so, and then I was able to let go and put my inventory back up once I was ready to handle it again. So I think um, it's easy to get stuck in planning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was important for me to say, well, I'm gonna take some action and put it out there and then I'll learn as I go. And if I need to, I can stop for a little and then I can get back into it. Or waiting for everything to be perfect, yeah. like the right moment, the right yeah. setup, the right, and and you leave yourself in this like it's almost excuses like fear to even get out there. So yeah, to get past that. When I wanted to like have the perfect packaging and the perfect launch and the perfect social media page and the perfect like everything, right? Because that's my 
default nature is I want <laughs> everything to go really well and usually I'm pretty good at making things go really well right um and in this case I knew I just like I just couldn't and so the question was like do I do something or do I just kind of like let this dream kind of like fade you know so there's a I I just finished a book called Soundtracks and by John Acuff and in there he is basically going over like things that you tell yourself affirmations and stuff like that he's like i collect snapshots of publications from big companies of like their grammar errors because i know that they've gone through so many different editors lawyers before they release something if there's a grammar error and something they release he's like it makes me feel better when i launch something <clears throat> And it's not perfect because I know they've gone through so many different um, filters or uh, people to put their stamp of approval on something before they release it, and it's still wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like when you release something, it will it's not going to be perfect all the time. It's like that collection gives him permission to be less than perfect himself. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, it gives, like, I feel so much better having those because I look at it. I'm like, I don't have to be perfect because all these people that try to be perfect are not perfect. Yeah. Well, and I think that perfection is the enemy of progress, mm-hmm. right? Right. If, if you're, yeah. if it has to be perfect before you'll do anything, you don't move. Right. And a lot of times, you know, putting one foot in front of the other, just taking the next step gets you a lot farther than like planning this whole thing and then trying to do a sprint, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think in that, in just in the sense that you, that you worked all weekend and stuff, that it, it also puts a fire there. So you took action, you got a response, and now you're addressing that action. And so it gets the ball rolling, mm-hmm. um, where I think the longer you wait, right? Like you said, kind of the fire might die. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you start it, it's going somewhere. And so you're like on that bandwagon because it's rolling down the hill really fast. <laughs> well, and there is some excitement too because I actually, right after I launched, I um, I think two weeks later I went on a vacation and then I came back and I've had two weeks that are like crazy, crazy, crazy with my full-time job. Um, and so I just knew I don't really have time to do this. And that's a time that the fire, like just kind of of necessity is, is smaller mm-hmm. because when I'm done with, all of that stuff, I just don't even want to think about literally anything else computer related. <laughs> um, and I got an order like during that time that was super busy, but it was, it's kind of validating and fun, you know, to just say like, oh yeah, like I still love this thing, even mm-hmm. though I haven't had the chance to think about it in two or three weeks, you know, and, and, and it's nice, like you said, just by having it going, I still get to have like those moments where I'm like, oh yeah, this is exciting. I'm not just gonna forget it. it this ever happened, which it's easy to do before you've put it out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just kind of like your private little dream with yourself that nobody knows about, and so it's easy to say, okay, well I'll shove that one under the rug, and like mm-hmm. no one will even know that I gave up on that dream, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So what do you hope that your customers like? I think that a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, you're, you're creating, you're putting something out there and you want your customers to love it and appreciate it oh, so, absolutely. and have a great experience. So like, what is your hope for, for them? Um, 
what's your mission statement? The dream, the big dream. I probably should have one of those, but I haven't gotten to that step yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I've done some before where I'm like, oh, I hope that like this is awesome for these people yeah. in this area. Well, my hope really is just that it will enable people to meet their own goals, right? Because most people that are trying to cut back on sugar, it's it's not like, I have this brilliant idea and I'm going to do it. You know, for, for most people, it's, um, you know, maybe they just uh, found out that they're a pre-diabetic and they're trying to change that before um, that progresses to full diabetes. Um, maybe they have gestational diabetes and like weren't expecting that. Maybe they're um, trying to lose some weight for health reasons or other reasons. And most people that are trying to make this change have like a fundamental um, core reason behind that um, that deeply, deeply matters to them. Um, and that's different for every person, but my objective is just to support people who are trying to do that to make um, make them or to help them make that thing that they're really trying for a reality um, and and just give them options to do that, right? Because, like I said at the beginning, people say, oh, it's just water's just so boring, right? There's only so long in most cases you can force yourself to do something you hate, right? But if you have something that you like that still meets your health objectives, it becomes a lot easier. So you said earlier that your teas aren't really teas, they're infusions. Uh -huh. Will you explain that a little bit? Yeah, so. Or what your product is. <laughs> yeah. So it's an herbal infusion, and that, all that means is that it's um, a blend of herbs, flowers, little um, dried fruit pieces, things like that, um, that are prepared like a tea, but there's no actual tea leaves in the product. And so, well, it's very common to call that an herbal tea. The technical name for it is an herbal infusion. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. And I that that's a good question because I have teas in my product name. Yeah. Um, the actually the O H for O teas stands for only herbal, oh, and you'll see oh, that yes. in my um, in my product oh, logo. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, because all of the teas I offer are herbal teas or infusions. What's your social media? Because you were talking about wanting to get like that up. Yeah, it's just OTs, um, O-H-T-E-A-S on Instagram or Facebook.com slash OTs as well. And so how do you make it? You usually keep them cooler, so do you just put this, like... Good question. A, yeah, how are you making it if it doesn't... Yeah, so there's um, two options for making it. Um, what I usually will do is prepare it warm um, and then discard the herbs and just store that in my refrigerator and wait until it cools down. Depending on the flavor, I might have a glass of it warm, too, because mm -hmm. there are some that I like better than others warm. Like I said, I chose them for the way they taste cold. Um, the other alternative is that you can um, steep it cold in your fridge, where you would put um, the same amount uh, in uh, a strainer and uh, let it sit for 10 to 24 hours. Um, and it does actually absorb that cold as well. So that's it actually, longer. it takes longer. And that's a good option for people that do like carbonation. I know um, earlier you said you don't like carbonation because mm -hmm. it hurts your stomach. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people, that is something they like about soda that they're kind of hesitant to give up. But you could put it in like a club soda or something and cold infuse it. And oh, then you'd okay. have like a little bit of the, the bubbles with that as well. Okay. That 
it's fun. Um, also, I'm looking at your Instagram, and it looks great. Great branding. <laughs> Look at that guy. Steph but knows. That's what Steph does. I haven't posted anything in a month. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it does, but it does thank it doesn't you. matter. You have it up, and then you, like people can tag you, and you post it. Like, that's all that you really need to start, is just starting an Instagram. But going to it, it's like, oh, there's a lot of posts there. This looks legit. There's a picture of you. Yeah. Super cute. Well, so. thank you. That was my objective, was that if someone was trying to check out my brand and they, like, they went and looked at it, they wouldn't think, like, oh, this is, like, a janky scam artist trying mm-hmm. to get me to pay money to them because yeah. that's not what I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, um, to our five listeners, Mama Shoal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I have, a, I, in my mind, I have a very specific friend who doesn't like the taste of water. Uh-huh. That this could be a very good Christmas gift for as well. Oh, yeah. So, well, and I'm excited about this. I mean, because <laughs> I'm like no sugar, and I've, you know, generally, and have been for a long time. And I've done, you know, tried some herbal teas, uh-huh. just as like something different. I mean, I, I'm a big water drinker, drink lots mm-hmm. of water. It's my main thing. Well, and water is the gold standard. For right. Sure. But then every once in <laughs> I'm like, I just want something a little more fun than water. Uh-huh. But I like, yeah, instead of running away to the circus, I'll have like my little, you know, tea or something. <laughs> but they're not that great unless you add, you know, sugar or honey or something, which mm-hmm. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I think this is a really interesting idea. And if they're naturally sweet, um, even to put it in that club soda, make it even more fun, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. to, you, I feel like there's multiple ways you could spice it up. Yeah. Or, you know, like you can have it cold and you can have it with carbonation and you can have it. Um, and if the flavor, you know, because normal herbal teas is like chamomile, straight chamomile. Yeah, and there are teas that you absolutely do not want to drink cold. Right. Like the <laughs> yeah. second it gets cold, you're either putting it back in the microwave or you're throwing it Yeah, out. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then there are some that are quite good cold. And I think that's something in Utah we have less of. Like in, in the South, it's a lot more the culture to have yeah. uh, iced tea, whether yeah, that's sweetened tea. or unsweetened, yeah. right? For the most part, it's probably sweet tea, but there are also people that will drink <laughs> unsweetened tea. Um, so that's like a very much a part of the culture out there. It's not so much here. Um, but I obviously am not using tea itself and so um, different flavors but yeah same same principle just kind of something fun even as like a water drinker there's one today was one of them where I was like kept thinking I'm thirsty I need to drink my water and I just didn't do it so finally I added a crystal light flavor packet and then took it with me Uh but that's what I will do just to get the water in because then it's fun to drink for a second and then I can get back to drinking my normal water it's just the motivation so my question for you is how far where's the farthest you've had to deliver or send your packaging so far now I know it's barely been a month it's been yeah it's pretty a month and five days but let me think because um, you mentioned back, that's a great question back east so yeah i think texas yeah. is the farthest it's gone so far cool yeah and that reminds me like so i owned another clothing company called equitius clothing we did a lot more like street apparel and whatnot screen and with that company our like I was super excited when I got it. And then when I figured out the shipping, I was less excited. (laughs) Um, It was Italy. And I never configured out the international shipping because I would never thought somebody internationally would order my product. Yeah. So I actually have international shut down on my website. Oh, do you? Because I 
don't understand how shipping works outside of this country yet. <laughs> and it's just another one of those things on my massive list of things I need to know yeah. and I don't yet that I'm just yeah. like very slowly working my way through I'm glad you got that down <laughs> that was a big mistake I'm like oh I'm actually it's expensive yeah I, yeah. I lost money on that deal let's just say the same yeah. <laughs> they're like sucker in America <laughs> <laughs> I have a ship for ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, like this is the cheapest across the ocean shipping I've ever paid for. Yeah, let's buy it be, all. You must be only paying like cents on this shirt. <laughs> um, so, what's the largest quantity you've had to send out so far? I think eight. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Do you have different packages, like size packages, like thirty-two? Good question. So all of the packages come in a two ounce package, which sounds very small, but with loose leaf tea, that's actually enough for a month's supply. Oh, right. Wow. In a day. So, yeah. Because yeah. you put it in your own little seeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You use about a teaspoon per um, per cup. So Is this seeper the thing that you put in? Mm-hmm. So do they have to buy that separately or does it come with it? Yeah, it's one of my long-term objectives is to sell some branded um, tea strainers Mm -hmm. as well or infusers. Um, I don't have the logistics in place for that yet. So I I have disposable tea bags that I sell on my site. Mm -hmm. Um, But the other alternative is to use like a tea ball or... um, you can get them on Amazon reasonably cheap. So you can get some really adorable ones. Like there's dinosaurs that have a really long <laughs> neck that comes out, but it sits on the bottom. My mom got a whale one. Yeah. <laughs> They're so I cute. I don't have, like do herbal tea since I'm just a water person, you know. Like mm-hmm. um, I'm so. feeling like I should have made some and brought it so you guys could have. Yeah, tried it with my dad. <laughs> we're here every Monday. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so like this is fascinating to me because I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that people can have their own mm-hmm. like strainers or whatever because mm-hmm. I have one my sister my sister's mother-in-law makes the most delicious chocolate mint tea oh interesting it's a plant that she grows in her own garden so I had to buy a seeper for that mm-hmm. I call it a seeper it's probably an infuser or something fancy yeah. mm-hmm. that's cute. so doing it's a, sorry, oh sorry uh, that's actually an, an interesting point too because a lot of us think of tea as being something that comes in a tea bag mm-hmm. yeah that's the only um, thing I is that? Yeah. <laughs> so I I chose loose leaf teas because the particle sizes are bigger in a loose leaf tea versus in a tea bag. So when you use just a tea bag um, and you pour the hot water over it, it will get a lot of the flavor a lot faster. And with a loose leaf tea, it's usually higher quality, and in many cases, you can actually re-steep um, the same tea a second time. Um, you probably have to steep it for a, a little bit longer, mm-hmm. um, but I think that's a huge advantage to a loose leaf tea versus um, the smaller particle sizes that come in the more traditional tea bag. So, so this package that lasts me a month, is that like a uh-huh. one cup of tea a that's, day? Yeah, that's a cup a day. Wow. Yeah. So I'm a chugger. I hope I like that flavor. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I feel like she's tested them all. Yeah. Okay. If you need recommendations. I also really like horchata, so maybe I'll start with that one. Yeah, that one, that one I think is really fun. And I've had people even without me, I've, I had a lot of people come over to um, do some taste testing during the product selection phase. Um, and... So, (laughs) (laughs) so many people came over and they took one sip of that one and said, it's horchata. (laughs) And that was my first response to it too. So 
Cool. Back to Josh though, saying he's a chugger. Yeah. So I'm a chugger, like a cup. I'm, I just think of a cup. I'm like, oh, that's like a sip for me. Uh-huh. But. Yeah, mister, I can drink 20 ounces in a second. Yeah, a couple seconds. Yeah, exactly. So like with a, a cup, is that, do you just want to only use a cup just because uh, a day or are you able to have multiple cups during oh, the Oh, you can easily have multiple in okay. the same day. Yeah. I, um, she was just telling us the measuring. The measuring thing? Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said earlier, when I make it, I'll usually make it in bulk. Yeah. Um, and you would just do one teaspoon per cup of water that you're using. Um, and then I'll keep it in my fridge. I have these little, like, glass Ikea bottles that are make me feel fancy. <laughs> so I store them in there. Um, and then just however much you want to drink when you're ready to drink it. So when you, with the, doing a halt, hot, comparable to a cold, uh-huh. like, I don't know so do you just put something over it and it just seeps it through or how do you make loose oh yeah 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 so we were talking about earlier about having like a strainer an infuser or something like that you'll want one of those or like i said you can have like disposable tea bags that you'll put it into but so you do need something to filter the particles you don't want to drink the yeah whatever i mean at the end i suppose you could but i imagine it's not very pleasant i've never done it don't really ever want to I've even seen some people, if they have like a fine mesh strainer, um, put that over. You just need them to be in the water while it's steeping. Okay. Also, plug in for Costco because that's my favorite store other than Sprouts. (laughs) (laughs) They have um, an electric kettle with... an infuser basket in it. It's on sale right now for twenty nine ninety nine, which is a really great price. It's usually forty dollars. <laughs> oh wow! Um, and they have like a very fine mesh stainless steel infuser that goes down the middle of it, um, so you can infuse an entire kettleful at a time. I use wow. that all the time, like all the time, all the time. Have thought about getting a second one. <laughs> I think it'd be cool to have just to say co- kettle all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my kettle? I need my kettle. Yeah. This is a clear kettle. <laughs> you cannot call it black. <laughs> I suppose you could. <laughs> so you are actually drinking your product all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like to have a glass in the morning if I have time. That's like a good way for me to like wake up and start the day and like claim some time for myself instead of just jumping right into work. I work from home now. Um, and I think it's really easy to be consumed by work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of my morning routine is wake up a little early, um, go drink a glass of tea. I have a room in my house that I call the inspiration room because it has like just comfy chairs and like this beautiful view of the mountains. So I'll go drink my tea in my inspiration room and then be ready to start the day. <laughs> Love that. Love it. Sometimes as Mormon children, I do wish we could have like that fun experience with a drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't drink coffee. I don't drink teas. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say teas right now because we're talking about your OT. <laughs> But, yeah, have that morning experience. Yeah, it's nice to just have some time that's mine, you know. Mm-hmm. And it is a, a soothing part of the morning. I don't do it every morning, but... And in the um, in the summertime, I'll do it cold, and in the wintertime, I'll usually do it warm. But <laughs> yeah. Does your website say which ones are also good warm? Uh, 
on most of the descriptions, um, if it is one that's good warm, it will highlight the flavor profile of that too. Okay. Yeah. So since you've been doing this now, I mean, you've been researching for nine months. You launched last month. What's your advice to other people wanting to start an e-commerce type of business? Good question. Now you have have experience. Yeah. Um, Really just take the next step. Like, figure out what the next thing you can learn is and then do it and learn it. Like, I think, um, like we talked about earlier, being convinced that you need to have it exactly right in order to launch probably means that you won't launch, right? Um, but even even before I launched, it was just, you know, I got to the point where I was like, okay, well, I have, like, a logo designed and I have some pictures of my product and... I think my next step is I need to get some inventory in. So I ordered inventory and then I was like, shoot, I need to figure out how to package this. <laughs> and so I like figured out packaging. And then once I had all that done, I was like, okay, it's time to figure out my website. And just, I had to just take the next step, one step at a time. Um, I really, really believe there's no substitute for experience. Like even though I did buy a class, um, which helped a lot nothing has been so educational as trying to do it myself (laughs) and sometimes succeeding and sometimes failing and having to figure out a new way to do the thing that I was trying to accomplish. Um, So that that would be my biggest advice is just like start, like take steps. I think that's great. Mm -hmm. And doesn't it feel great that now you can give advice on that? I still don't know how super qualified I am for... At you, least that part of it. You people but. that have bought your product in Texas. I feel like you're qualified. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So. Well, thank you. Have you had people outside of, like, your circle of friends that know you're doing this that have purchased? Uh-huh. Yeah, a That's handful. Good. Yeah. And that's uh, that is my next step still is to figure out how to drive traffic better. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It's the next step that I've been bulking at a little bit because it feels so intimidating to me. There's like so much to do. Um, and I'm, like I said, I really only have the bandwidth to do like one thing at a time right now. So to figure out like, do I want to focus on like affiliate marketing? Do I want to focus on um, paid ads? Like how do, how do I want to do this? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's challenging to figure all that out. <laughs> I think it'd be kind of cool to do, especially within the... Um, Christmas coming in uh-huh. that you do a challenge of a pitcher at your where you would drink your OTs the most comfortable like that who would oh, get the cozy. best yeah, yeah a cozy Have OT their, yeah. experience who has the best take picture. a picture with your OTs oh, yeah. yeah and then do a challenge and then they win like a month of free product which is what just a little package that's that's one yeah well you hear two ounce and you think it's a little package it's actually this big oh wow <laughs> so, okay yeah it's super light yeah so yeah except well the people don't know that i did so <laughs> super small but yeah i would think that'd be kind of cool especially um people tagging you it'd be a fun experience for your audience and yourself because you're like oh that's a cool picture yeah mm-hmm. yeah i do so my sister um bought one of my she bought the plum delicious flavor and she sent me a couple pictures and I was like you can post these if you want to <laughs> and I said thank you and then like I said I haven't posted on social media in a month because I'm trying to figure out some of the other stuff yeah. right now but. she must be your one review on that 
She's not actually. Oh. I've never met the person that left a review. Let's go. Cool. Yeah, she has a. What, what did the person say? Delicious teas. My 98-year-old aunt loves this tea. She and my cousin enjoy this tea as a treat in the afternoon. It was a gift for her birthday, and this company went out of their way to make it perfect. A wonderful note and a gift wrap was included in the package. I couldn't be more pleased with this treatment. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Happy customer. Review has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> the, best, the best reviews are right? Actually, um, so I didn't have any kind of a, a review set up, up. And that customer, again, I've never met her. She emailed me and said, hey, I was looking for a place I could leave a review and I couldn't find one. So will you send me a link so I can leave you a review? So You're I like, quickly Let installed. me get on that. Yeah, that was like one of those like, okay, next step. Like someone's asking for this. I better do it. You know? <laughs> Makes sense. That's amazing. But doesn't That's that fun. like I feel like the way that she described that and like that yeah. like their afternoon screen. Yeah, yeah. So fun. Hey, there's blood orange bliss over here. I saw that. Get on this, Jack. And there was a raspberry one too. I was trying yeah. to decide which one I want to order out of the two. I'll probably The blood orange both. one is really good cold. I would not suggest that one warm. Oh really? <laughs> orange yeah. stuff is not usually that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. Um, I am curious about the turmeric. I know, me too. Oh, that one sounds delicious. That one's, that one's good. So that one's like a, it's citrusy, mango-y, and turmeric. So I actually like that one, both warm and cold. Yeah. Um, the downside to that one, cold, is you can't leave it refrigerated for very long because it has mango pieces in it. It mm. has the potential to um, get bad, I guess yeah. I could say. So that one has like a one to two day lifespan in the okay. fridge. Um, or you can make individual glasses of it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. cool. I feel like so much information. So guys, get to Costco. You <laughs> <laughs> really should pay me for how much I love them. I, I went to Costco before I came here today. So <laughs> that's a Costco sweater. So, okay. I have two. I, I am, yeah. And a Costco vest. I have that Costco vest. <laughs> <laughs> Love yeah. So that's where my dad is. Yeah. Yes. I'm actually surprised I don't have anything on from Costco. Yeah. So All my socks. My socks I, are from Costco. When I was a very, very poor dietetic intern, like I'm talking, I worked 40 hours a week for $200 a month at the hospital, <laughs> which is somehow legal uh, <laughs> because it's called an internship. Um, Anyways, I loved Costco. They put one in, and I was living in Illinois at the time. They put a Costco in, and I didn't have the money to like pay for a Costco card. And so I paid my mom $20 to buy me four or $5 gift cards to Costco because they'll let you in and you can buy things if you have a gift card. Oh, nice. But so I would like go into the store and I would like walk around and then I'd be like, oh, I can't use one of my gift cards today because that limits the number of times I can come back. So I would literally just go and walk around and leave and be like, I love Costco. <laughs> It's like home. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's the food, and then there's like the clothes and the fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. and there's books. So there, yeah. every time you go, there's something new. So you, were you just there for your internship, or was that mm -hmm. school as well? Uh, internship. So to be a dietitian, you have to complete a didactic degree, so a four-year college degree in uh, dietetics or nutrition and food science, um, and then you have to complete a year of supervised practice, which they call your internship. Uh, and then once you've completed your internship, you're eligible to sit for a national licensing exam and you have to maintain that credential to continue to call yourself a dietitian. And that's actually the primary difference between a dietitian and a nutritionist is mm -hmm. that a nutritionist is not required to have 
really any credentials whatsoever. And I'm not trying to throw all nutritionists under the bus. There are some good ones. Um, but that's the biggest difference between like a nutrition and a dietitian is the you're guaranteed a certain level of training um, if you work with a dietitian. And I think that like there could be so many things that it's like you don't know what to trust, right? Because how many fads have come out where mm-hmm. it's like low no low sodium, <laughs> low fat. Like My favorite keto. is bananas. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, hear, you'll hear don't eat bananas ever. There's too much sugar, and then you'll here eat a banana every morning <laughs> you need the potato you know whatever yeah, eggs are another one like that yeah. oh yeah. yeah it's like yeah. do or die so tell us just can we pick your brain a little bit about like i mean you talked about like the soda but what are some other things that can help improve like a healthy balanced diet yeah good question um i i'm a really strong advocate for the plate method um which is replaced the food guide pyramid, I think in the early 2010s, if I recall correctly. Um, But the idea behind the plate method is that you want half of your plate or 50% of the amount of food you're eating anytime you sit down to eat to be coming from um, produce, predominantly vegetables, but also fruit would fall into that category. And then you want 25% of your meal to be a good protein source and 25% of your meal to be a high fiber carbohydrate. Um, and then a little bit of healthy fat at each meal as well. And almost across the board, there is room to improve on the plate method. So whether you're someone that's never considered healthy eating before, um, there's a goal that you can find to improve that a little bit. Or even if you're someone that has eaten you know, pretty well and are just looking for a couple ways to get better, um, you can look at that and you can say, okay, well, I have like the proportions down, but um, a lot of the carbohydrates I eat are um, refined carbohydrates. And so I'm going to go for whole grain if I'm doing grain or just a higher fiber version of those. So there's always room to improve um, around that central idea. So that's something that I'm... Uh, a really big proponent of. Which the plate method makes more sense than the pyramid anyways. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. I think That's so another reason I love like, it. <laughs> to be like, oh, is half my plate? Because uh, this year my goal is to eat more fruits and vegetables, which I've just hated fruits and vegetables all my life because it was like always diet culture, right? Mm-hmm. And But I've been able to find a lot more joy in fruits and vegetables. And part of it is I'm just like, well, I can make it all in a soup or I can play. But yeah. like, if I'm eating just like carrots raw, I'm like, no, because I'm like tasty <laughs> from all my years of diet. <laughs> like, I do not, because I would always be like, I wish this tastes like a Reese's, you know, like a Snickers, and it never did. It never yeah. does. It yeah. still doesn't. That actually <laughs> brings up an important point. One of the things that's really important to me in my marketing, like I said, I have a lot to figure out there, but I never want to feed into that diet culture of like, uh, you can never have sugar again, Mm -hmm. you know, or this is the problem with your life and if you fix it, you'll be better. And I know that in in some ways that's like considered good marketing is to sell somebody on the problems they have and how you can fix them. But um, it's really important to me that I'm not creating problems for people, I'm solving problems for people that are already looking for a solution. So I'm glad you brought that up um, because we have too much, I think, diet culture, (laughs) um, especially in this country. And that's something that I think I've seen like the trend that we're getting better at it, but we still have a lot of a lot of room to go as far as how we treat people who have health goals. <laughs> yeah, 
And I love that. I love that your aunt being like, this is going to taste like your Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's not. Not to pick on you, Josh. No, it's fine. <laughs> well, it's, it's like, I love vegetables and fruit. Um, so I've also heard, like, try to have, try to eat, like, a rainbow, like, for your food. Mm-hmm. Like, on your plate. Like, different colors and whatnot. Um, but I've always, like, had a vegetable, had, like, my portion. My bad thing is, like, lunch. Mm-hmm. I just don't have vegetable. Or I'll have an apple. But I guess that's... But it's rare. Like, anyways. So it's just kind of... Uh, and I don't really eat breakfast. But, uh, no, it, I think for me, my bad point would be the soda consumption. Because it's so super easy. Mm-hmm. And I like the taste. Or the fact you don't eat breakfast and lunch. No, 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 no. I eat lunch. It's a professional opinion. I eat lunch. I just don't have a vegetable with lunch all the time. And like the plate method, what size plate are we talking about? Because let's be honest, there are a lot of plates out there. That's a good question. And that's actually one of the reasons that I love the plate method is that I think it applies no matter what plate size. Like you could be eating off of a salad plate or you could be eating off of like a trash can lid. (laughs) And regardless of what size you're eating off of, half of it should be vegetables. (laughs) And the thing is, if you do that, like you're not going to be able to eat off a trash can lid very often because... The fiber and the half of you. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm sure saying. You're starting with the vegetable side of yeah. that plate. <laughs> so the recommendation is a 10 inch plate. Okay. Right. But, uh, but that's what I love about that plate method is that maybe you're feeling really hungry today. You can have a bigger meal and just proportion it right. Or maybe, you know, you had like a bigger lunch and so you're wanting a smaller dinner or something like that. And so you can have a little bit smaller and it doesn't matter what size it. It's not prescriptive like that, um, but it's something that you can that's very flexible, um, again, to kind of help with not getting sucked into that diet culture of I have to have X number of grams or um, things like that that can become very pervasive thoughts mm-hmm. um, but instead just offer like an easy solution that is helpful but is not um, controlling and I love this because it really is easy to like picture and I think that just in, in talking about like whole foods and stuff, like I feel better when I'm trying to eat less processed foods and more whole foods and Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's what our bodies are designed to run off of. Mm-hmm. But I like that you aren't like never have a Coke again or never you know, yeah. like I just think that that is a healthy mentality. One of my roommates that I lived with for a number of years <laughs> um she would always laugh because I if I met someone new and they'd ask what I did. I'd be like, oh, I'm a dietitian. And then she would pop in and say, she's probably the most reasonable dietitian you've ever met. <laughs> and there is this idea that like dietitians are very like by the book and counting numbers. And do I have the ability to calculate all of that in my head? Yes, at a, to a much greater degree than the average person. But I just think it's so important that food be a part of your life and not your entire life. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like people like when they hear that, they feel like, 
you're like eating dinner with them and then they feel like you're judging them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a little easier now that people ask me what I do and I say software. Like they just oh, don't know my yeah. hidden backstory as a dietitian <laughs> that that also exists. But um, some people are very self-conscious about that and others not so much. Yeah. And you'll also find the flip side where then people analyze what you're eating <laughs> obsessively because you're a dietitian. And they're like, well, don't, don't you know better than that to have red meat? <laughs> you know, or something like that. And there's one of the interesting things about nutrition is people have very strong feelings about a lot of different things like a wide variety of things like some people are like very adamantly vegan and some people are very adamantly paleo which is like a lot more animal products involved and and so it's interesting because you can be judged for no matter what you're doing when it comes to food it reminds me of joke of like uh, how how do you tell if uh if somebody's a vegan you're like, just give it a minute. <laughs> <laughs> They'll tell you. I've heard that joke. Did he tell you? Yeah, making a vegan birthday cake is hard. Well, Shannon, is there anything? Uh, that you would want to tell our audience that we missed that you want to convey? Um, I mean, I think we've hit on it a number of times, but whether it, it comes to, you know, starting an e-commerce business or whether it's, whether your objectives are different and you're wanting to you know, improve your health or um, have a better morning routine or literally anything that you're trying to do, I think the the core is the same and start small, do something that you can do and then progress and the cumulative effect of small actions is big. That's probably the sum of it all. <laughs> that was beautiful. That's great. Like or, yeah. yeah, exactly. I was just going to say that. Well, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Any other questions? Mm-hmm. That's great. Yep. It's nice to meet you outside of soccer. <laughs> yeah, we actually got to have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you, listeners, and this is uh, week 45, where, where we dream big, start small, and act daily. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. I didn't know that was your catch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Remnus Audio. If you also want to be accountable or record your journal or preserve your memories, head on over to remnissaudio.com and Steph here will take the hard work out of preserving your memories. Yeah, I will. And you don't have to put them on a podcast like we are to share with everyone every week. <laughs>